Hello, church. This is Ben Shaw, the director of modern worship and media here at FUMC Murfreesboro. We are back, and a happy new year to you. As you may or may not know, the Advent season is a very busy time of the year for us here at the church, so we took a break from our regular weekly updates of the podcast. But now that the new year is back in full swing, we will be resuming our regular schedule of releases. We will also release our past sermons from December 22nd through January 5th over the next week so that you can catch up on any sermons that you might have missed. This week was Baptism of the Lord Sunday and Drew had a very important message for us entitled, Remember. Before we hear our gospel lesson from Matthew's gospel this morning, I wanted to give you a a little update. Uh, When we were together last week, we celebrated what God is doing about uh, this Home for Christmas special offering that we received on Christmas Eve, and we said we had raised uh, $70,000 in cash or promises of products for this home, and uh, since we were together last Uh, several folks have uh, said, we're going to just close that gap. Whatever there is that we need, uh, we're going to make sure we have it. And another celebration, one of the things we were praying about and wondering about is we have to have a general contractor to be able to do this work. And uh, I'm not sure if I have permission to name that person yet, so I won't name that person. But one of you has said, I will be that general contractor and be responsible for uh, that piece of this puzzle. So we praise God again that these things are coming together. Yes, let's give thanks to God for that. Moving forward, we uh, will begin recruiting our teams of folks to start this work, and uh, it's going to be a great year, a great year as we build a home for Christmas. I'm excited about that for sure. They'll probably let me sweep again. That's all they'll let me do. So... Let's turn to our gospel lesson, Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 17. This is baptism of the Lord Sunday in the life of the church. Christians all over the world are reading this passage or others like it as we remember the baptism of Jesus. Let us hear the word of God. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for it is proper for us in this way to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented, and when Jesus had been baptized, just as he came up from the water, suddenly the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the Beloved, with whom I am well pleased. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I want to make sure you received uh, one of those little name cards when you came in the door. Uh, would you hold one of, somebody hold those up? Does anyone not have a little name card 
Okay, we, we have some folks, uh, our crew, crew, can you help us with, with this? Thank you. There are baskets of name cards. Keep your hand high if you did not get a name card. Great, great. We'll take just a minute until we get that sorted out. All right, keep them high, keep them high. These are your auction numbers. We're going to have an auction, and just I'm just kidding. It kind of looks like that. We've got a few in the back over here, Joe. Great job, great job. <laughs> Somehow Mary doesn't have one up here. <laughs> okay, keep them high. If you don't have one in the middle here, right in the middle. All right. Are we good? And could I have the leftovers? If you just bring the leftovers and put them right here. Uh, <laughs> did you just throw that at me? I don't know what happened. Yes, he did. All right, great. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're good? This will be fun in the sanctuary, won't it? <laughs> All right. Just put that away. Let's go back to our text that we, uh, that we just read. I, I have always been a little bit bothered by the fact that Jesus, the spotless, sinless Lamb of God, the Son of God, the perfect one, would ever need to be baptized. Does that bother anyone else? It kind of just makes me scratch my head a little bit. Why would Jesus need to be baptized? John is out here in the wilderness proclaiming a baptism of repentance. Sins are confessed. Sins are forgiven. The kingdom of heaven is coming near. Even the Pharisees and Sadducees, the religious people, they are pouring out into the wilderness just to be sure they have all their bases covered. That's what religious people like to do, to make sure they have all their bases covered. So many other folks, faithful, regular, normal, broken people, Sinners, tax collectors, carpenters, mamas and daddies, business people, school teachers, plumbers, electricians, insurance salesmen, car salesmen, camel dealers, lawyers, dentists, doctors, you name it, they're all just pouring out into the wilderness, streaming out to John, hungry for a fresh start, hungry to be part of what God is doing in the world. We know these people really well. They are us, minus 2,000 years. That's who they are. We know they need, they really do need to repent and be baptized. We know their hunger for something better, for something good, and probably most of all, for forgiveness. Forgiveness, we know that hunger. Jesus does not need forgiveness. John, I think, is right to say, you ought to baptize me, and yet you come to me. Why? Jesus, Jesus says, hush, John, hush, John, and bring the water. Just bring the water. In the Jewish world, baptism was a ritual, repeatable act, always centered on cleanliness, forgiveness, on preparation for some new, fresh connection with God, it brought with it a sense of new beginnings, a, a clean slate, a starting over, very much like 
our New Year's resolutions, right? It brought with it, with it that sense of something new. It also connected people to whatever God was doing in the world. Still, we wonder, why was Jesus in the line? Jesus is what God is doing in the world. He doesn't need forgiveness or a new beginning. Jesus is a new beginning. Yet Jesus, and bring the water. Just bring the water. In this moment with Jesus, we see a prefiguring of Christian baptism. Jesus is pushing baptism into this new reality as a sacrament of God, a powerful, holy expression of God's grace at work in our hearts. Somehow there is something different happening as Jesus comes up out of the water. Baptism is not at all the same as it once was. Baptism is no longer just about forgiveness. It is no longer just about obedience to repent and be baptized. It is a new thing wrapped up in a very old thing. I have a friend who found out late in life that uh, he has a daughter. He didn't know anything about having a daughter. He finds out in his 40s that he is the father of a beautiful 17-year-old young lady. She has been raised by her mama. They are very poor people with almost no means. Her life has been tough. She could have used a daddy along the way many times, but nobody ever told her she had a daddy. So my friend discovers 17 years later that this girl is his daughter. He is married. He has two children of his own. He is part of an incredible family. He is a college professor, has his PhD. He is a brilliant human being. Life is good. And yet suddenly very incomplete when he finds out about this girl that he never knew. So he reaches out to her mom and asks if he can meet her and begin to regain all those years which have been taken away from him and from her. After a couple of coffee shop visits and phone calls, he decides to tell his whole family they are confused at first. I mean, how do you not know that you have a child? But he didn't know. They said, oh, we don't understand, but we're overjoyed. We're overjoyed to meet her. Everybody agreed that she needed to come to grandmother's house for Thanksgiving. He asked her if she would come, and she accepted the invitation. The day comes. The big house, grandmother's big house, is full of people. Thanksgiving decorations are everywhere. It is, in this family, an event a true event, and she is most uncomfortable. You see, her thanksgivings have usually involved waiting for mama to get home from her job at the gas station and then some kind of a heated up meal on a paper plate. That's the best they could ever get together. She is so overwhelmed by this new experience that she almost leaves several times, but she stays and at noon, grandmother invites everyone into the formal dining room. The table is resplendent. It looks like something out of Downton Abbey. You've seen those scenes of meals at Downton Abbey. That's how they did it. 
she doesn't know what to do in that setting. People begin finding their seats. Men hold chairs for the ladies. Napkins are placed in laps. Rolls are passed only to the left. There are three forks and two spoons and so many knives. She doesn't know what to do with all that. She doesn't know what to do with all this formality and and specialness. She looks desperately at the man who is supposed to be her father. She says, where do I sit? What do I do? Oh my goodness, I can't deal with this. He says, there, he points at a little card on the table. Everybody has one. Her father pulls out her chair just as she realizes her name, her name is neatly printed on that card. Her mind is going a million miles an hour as she takes her seat at the right hand of her father. By the time the green bean casserole passed around, the full impact of the moment has sunk in. She leaned over to her daddy and said, I have never had, I have never had my own seat at a table before. He said, well, you do now. You always have and you always will. You are my daughter and this is your home forever. Isn't that a picture of baptism Isn't that a picture of what God does in our baptism? Sure, there is forgiveness, there is reconciliation, there is repentance. But most importantly, in baptism, God accepts us just as we are. God says, you are enough. And God speaks wonderful things to life in us and through us. God blesses us so that we can bless the world. In baptism, God claims us. God gives us a seat at God's table, our place in God's kingdom. We find in our baptism our true identity as God's people, as God's family, aligned with the work of God in the world through the church of Jesus Christ and assured of God's never-ending love for us and for the whole world. This is the baptism we remember today. No wonder Jesus said, hush, John, and bring the water. I want you to take your little name card out, if you would. And I'd like for you, you may have to help each other with pens and pencils. I I didn't think about that. Uh, I'd like for you to write your name. Leave room for someone to write something else, but write your name at the top of your place card. Just write your name. If you don't know your name, turn to your neighbor. Maybe they can help you with that. Just write your name. Now, uh, pass that place card to someone who isn't you. Someone who isn't you, okay? Just swap with somebody if you can. Just swap with somebody. And uh, have your new friend write on that place card these words. Are we swapping? Okay. Write these words. You are God's beloved child.
You are God's beloved child. You can borrow my pen, absolutely. (laughs) You are God's beloved child. And then write this. God is happy with you. God is happy with you. And that's all. You are God's beloved child. God is happy with you. You might even underline the you. Now, what I'd like for you to do with this is to take it with you, to let it be a reminder that you are God's beloved child, that God is happy with you, that in baptism we have been claimed as God's own children. We have a place and a home and even a name. Put it somewhere where you can see it every day. Keep it close. We'll need it as we go through this year. Give it back to the person to to which it belongs now, if you would. And uh, as you come up for communion in a little while, you'll be invited to remember your baptism in a special way today. And I wanted to have a prayer with you before I make my way to the sanctuary. Let's pray together. Oh God, pour out your Holy Spirit on this gift of water. In a few moments as we make our way to your table, would you remind us that you have claimed us, that you have given us a name and a home and a calling and a life. We thank you, O God, that this gift, this gift of baptism, is the thing that holds us all together while the world would seek to tear us apart. O God, help us to remember, keep us close. Show us what it means to live as your children. We pray all of this in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who John baptized. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us this week on the FUMC Borough Podcast. If this is your first time listening, we are glad that you chose to be a part of our worship experience here at FUMC. If you are looking for a place to worship, we would love to have you here. On Sunday morning, we offer two unique worship experiences, both starting at 10.15 a.m. Our modern worship service meets in the Family Life Center, and our traditional worship service meets in our sanctuary. Head on over to fumcm.org to learn about all of the great things we have going on here. We hope that you find today's message meaningful in your life. If you do, we ask you to help us out by rating and reviewing our podcast in Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, Tell your friends and family about us. This is a great way that we can live into our mission at FUMC of growing disciples of Jesus Christ who know Him, love Him, and serve Him for the transformation of Murfreesboro and the world.